scrapper calling Blitzwing. What is the purpose of this highway maze you ordered us to build? It's a zone defense, you ignorant fool. Now get to work, or you won't get your share of the ruling partnership, I promised. I need more strategy. Uh, uh, the long bomb? Thank you. Hey everyone ever, and welcome to 20th Century Popcast, the show where we try to understand the present, but while living in the past, uh, but while, that's slightly different. My name is Tim Blevins. And I am Bob Canning. And are you doing but well? (laughs) I'm but well, I'm very but well. Sounds like a cookie of some kind. But wells. Yeah, I feel like I would (laughs) probably eat a creamy graham cracker (laughs) named but wells. (laughs) Mascot. (laughs) <laughs> maybe I would. Maybe not the one with the fudge. I'm not no, no. Maybe do they make cookie nougat vanilla center? Vanilla maybe vanilla fudge. fudge. But well with vanilla fudge cookie <laughs> or cracker or some sort of nougat. Uh, but welcome to the show where we discuss welcome. snack foods that don't exist but have British sounding <laughs> last names. Um, Turnabin was the other one I was trying to think of. Um, but no, welcome back to, to our show. It's um, when this airs, anyways, it'll be October. It'll be the first week of October. We're officially in the fall. Yeah. I guess we were actually officially in the fall in the last episode, too. Actually, possibly the last two episodes, but we're saying it today. Um, October would normally be a month, I think, for uh, originally I thought theme month. Uh, no, I know it's always a month, but a month for talking about things. Halloween, <laughs> blah, 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 horror. Maybe we go that yeah. way. But. But I had a question for you, uh, October. That's also this is a segue. That's <laughs> October is football month. Football starts right, or has that already started? It's already started. Football start starts in September, and it okay. has started. Um, we're only a couple weeks in <clears throat> as of recording this, but by the time this airs, I think we'll be four weeks into the season. Four or five four weeks in the football, listeners. Football, yeah. and here on this pop culture podcast a show where we talk about things like the inhumanoids um just the 10 of us the pac-man fever album all these things that i get and i get their importance i get their pop culture cultural relevance i'm having trouble speaking because i'm so getting it (laughs) um we're opening by talking about sports, which um, is something I don't know a lot about. And But you, Bob, if I remember properly, grow, growing up, Jesus Christ, him, living it up. When we were living it up for a couple <laughs> we were years. living it up. Would that uh, be the name of our sitcom, Tim? Living, living it up? It up. Growing it up, I bet it would be. It would be us, and we'd have a fir tree that was in our apartment. <laughs> growing it up. And it would be like we were trying to get it to the – I don't know what it would be called, quite frankly. <laughs> I feel like our sitcom would have been called uh, maybe like um, – well, we had one. We had one in college. It was uh, – A Lot Like had, Life. A Lot Like Life was the title when we wrote yeah. that. But I guess our own life, yeah, it might be um, who do they think they are might be the title or what's their deal. Or, what's their uh, deal? Shut up. <laughs> Nobody wants to see your posters, Tim. <laughs> Might have been the title of it, or that's a lot of money you put in the comic books. Could have been one, but, or don't eat my bread. Sorry, <laughs> but living together, living together, living it up. <laughs> back in the third season, well, I discovered that you have a, and we both have pop culture passions. We talked about mm-hmm. it before. You've got Huey Lewis, you've got Harry Connick Jr., you've got. Horatio Sands, you got all the big H's, you know, and I've got dumb cartoons and plastic pieces of, of crap that are posable. But you also are what I believe is called a sports fan, sure. a fan of sports, specifically of, at least from what I remember, the sport of football. That's true. Football, from what I remember, yes, was a big deal for you because I seem to remember Sundays, because we would have the weekends off together, Sundays. Um, getting up, watching our cartoons, having our breakfast, and then around, I don't know, one or two, you would get into your recliner chair. One o'clock, thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, tell the routine with a chair, with the sloppy joes. Just you would be set up to watch something that I believe was called Sunday football. Is that right? Well, I mean, you would call it football, I guess. Um, there's, There's Sunday night football. There's Monday night football. There's Thursday night football. There's Saturday football later in the season. So there's, um, there's no God in football. It's not like that's God's day. We don't punt. No, I don't. I don't believe so. No, 
there's, no, mean, there's day no day, day where it's dark like oh the stadium's dark like in, i've like, never i've never away. seen them play a game on tuesday or wednesday or friday so, I so guess there's those three examples of what i just said there were none I guess, I guess see what you're saying here now yes it so makes it's sense. polytheistic and it's a very bad example of a show closing constantly on broadway so, so a couple of days a week, these people get paid millions of dollars to run <laughs> up a field and, and white. But, um, but no, you, 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 you're, you're a fan. Uh, you're a football I'm, fan. Yes, I am a football fan. I guess I'm a sports fan. Um, you know, I enjoy going to a baseball game. I'll enjoy watching. Really? Uh, yeah. You'll go to a baseball game, an outdoor baseball game. I'll, I, I will go. I don't go often, but I would rather go to a baseball I don't game. Go at all. Than watch a baseball game on television. I well, don't really watch sure. baseball. Sure, yeah, there are plenty of things I'd rather go to than watch, <laughs> but they're not. It's still not enjoyable. I, I didn't realize you, you. I mean, like I know video game sports. I was a fan of video game hockey, and that made me a fan yeah. of hockey because they looked very similar. But I just football for some reason. Um, the why are we talking football? Why are we talking football? Our audience why are we talking asking. football? Why are we talking football? Well, because it's football. It's it's football time in America right time. now. We're in the mm-hmm. we're a couple weeks into football time. But also because I remember football being and maybe I'm exaggerating this. Maybe I'm I'm creating something so that we have a topic today. But maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Maybe this scenario I'm typing and emailing to you right now so you can repeat back to me what would help the episode. But re- regardless of it, tap, 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 send. There was a routine on Sundays that I joined in on and I've I'm not one to have ever followed sports. I've never liked sports. I've always had an aversion to watching sports. I don't like the organized combat of it. I don't like the fandom of the people in the audience being like, our team, we're doing well or they suck sure. when they're not. And they, I just I never liked it. I didn't like the the, the the combative competitive nature. Plus I wasn't good at any sports that played into it apparently i'm really good at turning trucks into robots and wearing cowls because those things i really adore but i just feel like i found myself on sundays in my recliner chair with my sloppy joe sandwiches and my <laughs> outfit sitting there with you pre-game time getting to know the the four hosts of the pre-game time back then i think it was shoulder joe and tall guy and I don't know their names, but it was like old football stars who on Fox right. were, were, were the hosts. <clears throat> yep. And watching this and having this be the Sunday experience. We've talked a lot yeah. on the show before about how Saturday mornings we'd watch cartoons. That was like a practice of us in, in the dorms. Yeah. This was a practice. I don't remember this in college as much, but I definitely remember for the three years we lived together, this was something I looked forward to. It's game day. It's football day. We're going to we're gonna make our sandwiches. We're going to have our sloppy foods. We're going to have our beers. We're going to be like a couple of dudes, and I'm going to be able to sit here and watch a sport. And I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd watch the pregame. I'd enjoy it. I'd like the commercials. We'd make jokes. And then I would go off when the game started. True. But you were invested in it, and in a way that I felt like I get it. I thought I did. I don't. I don't actually get it. But like, there is enough of a glimmer of of a hint of of a sign of how I enjoy watching, say, you know, all three seasons of the Transformers cartoon or Mr. Belvedere back to back reruns or listening to the albums that you know, like whatever matters to me. Sports and football to me, and maybe I'm wrong on this, was was a, an experience for you. Was yeah. something you could immerse yourself in. And I guess today what I wanted to talk to you, why I'd like to talk to you about it is I, to this day, and I fight this now, so maybe not to this day, have always separated pop culture things from sports things. Yes, you could be into both, but they were different things. The fandom I enjoyed in putting on my my Sandman t-shirt, the show I like, the comic, and to have mm-hmm. the posters from uh, from all the Kevin Smith movies up on the wall and, and, and to know all the different uh, stats that are on the back of the boxes of the different Autobots and Decepticons when you use the tech spec viewfinder to see w- w- how strong they are, how, how fast they are, and all these things. Knowing all that, I always felt was different from, say, sports. It's just, it's just a different, it's just a different uh, angle, I guess, a, a different approach. It's still uh, a fandom you know, uh, you're still invested. I mean, I, I don't know but if it's you a set national yourself up. pastime. It's a national endeavor. It's I've never known anyone who was ashamed to follow sports or had to hide that they follow sports or were ridiculed for following sports, except for the people who didn't follow sports, I guess, which was me and maybe two other people in New England. But there definitely seems to be something different about it. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I 
I don't know. I I think I come at it differently. I think I come at my fandom of sports a little differently than than your interpretation of. Now the we're world saying sports. Can we focus on football? Let's like, focus is, is on that football. fair to say? Sure. Yeah. I mean, football is the the sport that I watch. I don't I, as much as I enjoy sports, and I will watch other sports. Football mm-hmm. is the only sport that I follow that so, I look forward to that I sit down like you're saying on Sundays and sit there all day for the th- three games that I'll get to watch and I'll I'll watch the highlight shows afterwards I'll watch the pregame shows So wait you'll watch three games on a Sunday Yeah do they if run I can, concurrently I don't I don't necessarily do it all no um there's games that are running concurrently so there's your morning game at 1 but generally you'll have uh, especially back uh, when we were living together you would have uh, one game that you would watch from beginning to end. They'd cut in with highlights from the other games that are concurrent, but mm-hmm. you're really following one game. And then when that game's over, it's about four o'clock Eastern time, and you're watching the next game. Mm-hmm. The and second then that game, game, second full the game. Second game, and again, there are concurrent games, but you're watching the second full game. And then at about, uh, I don't even know, uh, what is it, eight Eastern time? I'm on the West Coast now, so all my times have shifted. Oh, that's true. It's early, much earlier in the day. Yeah. It's, it's a much better place to watch football. If you're me, it's a much better place to watch football because instead of waiting until 1 p.m. to watch your first game, you, you wake up and you're watching pregame at 9 a.m., yeah. first game at 10, next game at 1, uh, night game at 4.30, 5 o'clock. Uh, that's over at 8.39, and you still have time to do stuff, whereas on the East Coast, uh, you're sometimes up past midnight watching the last game. So um, that's, a, that's a plus for living out here. I'm glad that uh, there is one for Los Angeles. So, <laughs> one of them. so in watching games on a Sunday, do you have a choice? Like are there multiple games being aired or is it kind of like these are the slots and you have this network showing this game, this game, and this game? Like do you have a variety? Like if I want to watch a sci-fi movie, I can turn on all the stars networks. I can turn on sci-fi. I can turn on sure. TNT, FX. I can seek one out. How is the football day organized? Um, you have a choice now uh, if you want to spend the money to have a choice. Um, but do you, pers- you personally, Bob, last name Canning, what, did, what designates your Sunday? Like you get up, do you, you know the games you're going to watch ahead of time. Uh, yeah, generally. Are we talking now? Because I think we should be talking about how it was in, in the 20th century. So you're right? saying we're going to follow the different. parameters of the podcast that we've established we 34 or five episodes ago. It's totally yeah. what we should do. You're totally right. So totally the speak right. of sports in the 90s. Yes. Getting up Which on a Sunday. Which is vastly different than it is now. Okay. All right. Well, we'll get into that in a bit. Sundays, were they always, regardless of what was happening, I've got to watch sports? I have to watch football. Football is yes. Yeah, is sports not interchangeable with football? No. You, you just said it shouldn't be. I know. You're right. I just <laughs> got lost in the lingo there for a minute. So you well, wake yeah, up Sunday on a was was football. Uh, I tried to uh, get everything else out of the way so I could just spend the day watching football. Like you're saying, uh, we'd have the sloppy joes, or we'd order a pizza. Um, pizza ring, I believe it was called, pizza which ring, now sounds like an decker. infection, but now it sounds really like an infection. But prior to that, it was a wonderful place to eat. So when you, yeah. were, you going into like Saturday night, going to bed and everything, you knew what games were playing the next day? Well, yeah, uh, generally, um, when I was living in New England, I knew that one of those games would be the, the Patriots. Now, was that your um, team? Was that your favorite team? Growing up, I was, when I was younger, four, five, six, um, it was the Giants. And what made you choose the in, Giants? I was in upstate New York, and okay. it just was the team. I think it was the team that my grandfather liked. Um, and so I also liked the Giants. Um, in upstate New York. Were you really into of, them? Like, did you have a shirt, a pennant? You I, could talk Giants I was, talk? Um, I was, because at the time where I was really becoming aware of football, uh, the Giants were in the Super Bowl, and uh, they had. Um, Bill Sims and and they had uh, I can't remember his they had first the producer name. of news radio on their team. No, another Phil Sims. Okay. Um, but but they had you know they were they were going into the Super Bowl and so I was a fan of theirs when they were really good and everyone was very happy and excited, including my family, my grandfather and my aunt uh, were were fans of that team. So did they so, open sort of the door to, you know, like we've talked before, like with music about that kid in school who showed you 
you know, the yeah. albums that you wanted? Was it your grandfather and, and your aunt that introduced it was, football? Yeah, I mean, it was really my grandfather. I mean, my grandfather introduced me to all the sports. My grandfather uh, would, on his weekends, basically he would watch golf, he would watch baseball. He didn't watch basketball so much, although he did watch uh, college basketball mm-hmm. uh, and football. Football was the constant. And um, did you I watch all those watch other it, ones as well? Were you into golf? You were into. Um, I was. I was. Yeah, I was re- into golf. I wouldn't really sit there and watch it as much as he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched it enough to like it and actually would play it. I was playing it at a, at a young age. You're so, playing yeah, golf I, at a young age. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. They got me uh, a set of golf clubs for Christmas one year, and I don't know. I was nine. I was think, that a letdown? Get a sports-related gift. No, it was awesome. I absolutely loved it. I, I enjoyed sports as a kid. Um, in fact, football, too, was one of the pickup games uh, we would play. The kids in the neighborhood, we would ride our bikes to a field, and, and we would play. I think when I was younger, we would play football more often than we would play baseball. Baseball was another pickup game. But we'd play football more um, as a kid. So I, I not only had uh, my grandfather watching the professionals, it was what I was doing um, with my friends. Did it feel um, like playing sports? Or did it feel like play acting? Like, were you a member of the team from that you enjoyed? Did you say like, where are the giants? Where are the Oneida silverwares? Or was it, I don't think, you know, no, we never really named ourselves. I mean, we never had like a full 11 people on each side. We were like maybe four guys on each side. Were you playing with the have, official rules or were you kind of making stuff? No, up? you had your backyard rules. You had, uh, you'd have to, so basically, you would usually not have an offensive line, and stop me when you need any of that explained. All right, before you, you go any further, what's an offensive line? Is this something <laughs> like, uh, those might be the tits on your chest, but are you doing something later? No. it's So you've got your, your men on the field, and you've got your quarterback who can hand the ball off or mm-hmm. throw the ball. He, he can be the one person to exchange the ball, although there's rules. Other people can do it, too, if you do it the right way. But you, you have your offensive line who is blocking everyone that's trying to tackle the quarterback who's trying to tackle the running back so you've got that line that's your offense you're trying to why is that not defense if you're protecting the quarterback well because they're trying because you're trying to score so you're offensively trying to move down the field the defense is trying to defend the the uh the goal goal yes they don't want you to score so they're defending their side of the field they don't want you to in it and so they're trying to get to the ball so they offensive line is trying to stop the defensive line from getting to the ball in backyard football is there also for the team that has the offensive line is there a defense line of their team right behind them so like soccer the defense no no, no, the defense no it's not like soccer you have a a little bit about soccer you have a whole set of people that are actually sitting down and watching the the other half of their team play. Seriously, they don't play. Yeah, they don't play until it's their turn. That's why the game is so slow. They have to keep bringing people in and out. You only do what you're trained to do. You're not there to do it if something comes up. Oh my god, I had no idea that that part yeah. that they're just sitting there. Is this why football players are I mean, historically stuck some... here because they're I, sitting I, all the time? It could be. Yeah. It could be. But let me just get back to the backyard yes, game, sorry. just so you have an understanding. Like so it. when we would play in the backyard um, or the you know the the park, you wouldn't have enough people to have all those aspects. And so talking about making up your own rules, and I think this is sort of a, a universal rule among kids everywhere that play uh, football. Mm-hmm. You can't rush the quarterback. You your defensive person can't just immediately when the ball is hiked and the play starts, you can't just run at them because you don't have enough people. No, you can so you if it's TV them. football. Right, because you have people there blocking. So in backyard football, you have, and it's usually designated, you all decide if it's going to be three Mississippi or five Mississippi that you count to. But you have, your defense has to count one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi before they can go to your quarterback. And giving your quarterback time to find a person who's open to throw it to or to hand the football off to. And so um, I just got really excited talking about that and <laughs> thinking about playing those games. I used to love playing football with my friends, George Barquette, Jeff Blehar, 
uh, Rob. Now I can't think of his last name. All of a sudden, um, Jeff Lehar. We can all remember from the uh, Paul Westerberg episode. I believe his name was dropped that's there right. too. So that's right. He was a big Seattle Seahawks fan. He had a little football that we used to play with that had the Seattle Seahawks colors and emblem on so it. So was he from Washington? Like, how did he find the Seattle Seahawks when the rest of you? I don't know how he found the Seahawks. New York for the Giants. We never spoke about that uh, at that time. Maybe I'll reach out to him and, and see if he could tell me. Did most of your friends, um, were most of them fans of the Giants? Was that universal? Um, pretty much. Uh, Giants when I was younger, and as I got older, I then moved towards the Buffalo Bills. So I went in the other direction of the state because oh, I was okay. kind of in the There's middle. I was between the two. I think I remember that. So when you're playing yeah. outdoor football, like you were saying, you're playing at-home football with your, your, your Mississippi rules, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, your Tig Notaro yeah. on Netflix rules, maybe right. it's on Amazon okay. Prime. I don't know what channel her show is on, but I would like to see it. Sure. Were you, as a person playing, was it frustrating to you to have to have a rule that altered it from the game, to not be able to rush a quarterback, to know that what you were playing was sort of an no. altered version? No, that didn't hit you? No, it didn't bother us at all because we knew we didn't have all the, the facets of the game. You were, you were uh, wearing, wearing helmets. Yeah, we weren't wearing helmets. Yeah, th- that's another rule. You know, you it's either tackle or touch. Um, so touch football. You can alter the rules. Is that yeah, touch bad football. touch football. No, we didn't play bad touch football. But you did enjoy. So, how did you find that your friends were also in the football? How did this start that you would play? Um, I, I, you know, I don't know exactly. It just sort of was. I guess we were just together. Somebody might have probably had a football. And so we would throw it around, and if enough people were there, we tried to get a game together. I know we used to play it uh, during recess at school. Mm-hmm. So at school, uh, elementary school, uh, during recess, a bunch of us, not everybody, but a bunch of us would uh, go over to the area where you could play football. Um, sometimes that would be a lot of people, and you would have 15 people. You'd have more than you should have on each side. Huh. Uh, but sometimes it was only six on a side. Um, and you'd pick teams and it was fine. Like at that age, there wasn't like you felt like left out or anything. It was a, it was a really fun experience. Um, and it was great. I liked football because, because I feel like it was a strategy I could understand and get behind. I mean, you're, there is a strategy like, to it then. Though. I mean, you have to be oh, sharp sure. to play it. Yeah. There's this great article and I wish I still had it, uh, from when we were in college, actually. I don't know if you remember this. I had it on our, on our wall. Um, sophomore year about the complexities of football and how it's the most complex sport. And I really liked it. The way they had it broken down to graphics and stuff. It was really cool. Do you agree with that? Or do you think it was more just kind of fun to have it? Yeah, I I do because, I mean, I like it because it's like, uh, I mean, I'm, I I say this all the time. I'm no expert (laughs) on any of this. (laughs) I'm certain I am no expert. I am certain of that. Um, But like, I just really like how um, I don't know, in basketball and in soccer, um, you're just constantly going up and down the field or the court, mm-hmm. constantly changing and doing things. I like the idea with football, you're stopping, you're resetting your men, you're resetting your line, you're making decision about what you want to do with the, the, with the next play. The defense has to make a decision based on what they know of your team, what they know of the formation you just got yourselves in. And they've got to make some calls. And then the, the ball is snapped, the action goes, and then you have to execute that play, adjust based on what's happening in front of you. Um, you might be successful and move the, the ball 10 yards. Like, like your goal is to move it 10 yards. You might only get four yards, and then you've got a, a second chance to do it. But you only have four chances to move it 10 yards. So then when you get to the fourth chance, you got to decide, am I close enough? to try again and maybe get that 10th yard mm-hmm. or do I punt? Do I give the ball back to them, but in poor field position so I can stop them from moving 10 yards? I don't know. I just really got into it as a kid. I, it was easy for me to understand, but also complicated enough that it was something I kept un- uncovering and discovering. Now, did you prefer playing it over watching it or were they mutually exclusive? Were they not? Is that not how you I think it? Me- yeah, I didn't measure it that way. I like doing both. In fact, um, there were times if we had enough people uh, where, like, I, I remember one holiday season, 
there were a bunch of people over at the house and there was a football game on and we were watching it. And then when there was halftime, we all went outside and played football for a while until halftime was over. And then we came back in and watched the rest of the game. So, so the whole family um, enjoyed it. This was a big kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. I mean, I don't think my mom did as much, mm-hmm. but my brother did. My grandfather certainly did. My aunt did. Yeah. Now, were you aware of, I know that there are football seasons, football starts and ends, it's got a beginning and ending point, it doesn't go year round, so much to say a season of Mr. Belvedere to stay with that relevant (laughs) comparison. Were you aware of the structure of the football season? Did you know, like early on, when you were watching this with your grandfather, when, 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 when it would have been your first year or so, did you understand the nature of how many games there are working towards the Super Bowl and all that. Like the Super Bowl was the first sporting event I knew. That was always a big deal to watch yeah. for some reason, partly because of the name Super Bowl. But it was it was a big deal at the house. Now, did you know that measurement, that that meant the football was over? Or I knew it pretty early on, yeah. Like, like you're saying, the first year I remember watching football, I'm not sure if I did, but it didn't take long to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I knew it pretty early on. And then um, – you kind of compared it to Mr. Belvedere saying it doesn't go year round like Mr. Belvedere, but Mr. Belvedere doesn't go year round. Um, That's what I said. Football, one thing doesn't go year round. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Um, but, the, but yeah, so that's a comparison. I Correct like to make. me. I, I know how Mr. Belvedere works. <laughs> I'm aware of that. I absolutely love football season because it, it, it corresponds with television season and school starting up again. Uh, and it goes through February. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a full, season of of television watching i feel like i have the other sports and i'm sure if i were to focus i'd be able to figure it out but i've never really gotten a grasp <laughs> and i'm 41 and i've never really gotten a grasp of when baseball season starts and ends i know it ends sometime in october um yeah i don't know basketball I, season series, basketball but... season i don't have a clue yeah, yeah i wouldn't be able to tell um, you so I don't even know what the big finale of basketball is. Is there a Final Four? Is that is that what that's from? Uh, that's the that's college. Mufon or NICAP? Uh, is that something? Those are UFO organizations. And, yes, those are UFO uh, affiliates. So, to, to, would um, you have considered yourself? Yeah, but I love the season. You, so you do like the season. Were you saying I'm a football fan? Was that did you identify in some way when you were in middle school? Middle school, right? Watching football in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Were you identifying sure. yeah. with it in a way that, say, we've identified with Star Wars or comic books or Huey Lewis or things like that in the past? I don't think it's exactly the same. One thing that we talk about when we talk about being fans of of a band or a movie, mm-hmm. um, th- that's a much more personal thing. Football's not personal. So, no, football is more communal. Football is the family. Football is seeing a guy on the street with the same shirt. Or, you know, wearing, wearing, no, seriously, it is. It's like, that guy's got a dolphin. It's a communal thing. I have a dolphin on my shirt. I mean, it's different. If you walk down the street, think about it. If you walk and see somebody you've never met before wearing an Optimus Prime shirt, and maybe even one that's like uh, a a tag back to some rare thing. I'd be totally jazzed by that. Also, exactly. Jazz shirt, not the music, but the (laughs) Autobot. But the, the Autobot. Would you would you say anything to him? I'm probably would not. Would you shout out? Hey, no, yeah, I would never do that. Cause that that's not like I don't do that as a person though. I don't do that if I see a family member on the street in pain. I well, don't shout out like that. Sports fans and football fans, I think it's it's more of a family and a communal thing. That's not um, aggression. So that's would, not just drunken rage. I, it, I don't think so because I have had it happen where I'm wearing a team shirt at Disneyland where I'm at work. Uh, and Wait, it, you work it, at Disneyland work. now? I I don't work at Disneyland where I'm at Disneyland oh, okay. or at okay, work. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. Um, where I would just shout out, yeah, you know, I'll say it or someone else will say it. Like, great, great shirt, go Pats, you know, whatever they're in the mood to say. So it's, it's a community thing. Do you want that interaction though or is that just a phony kind of like, I know what you do, I do it too kind of thing? Like everyone, we were talking a little bit about X Men last episode, and I remember when the Watchmen movie was coming out, everybody had the fucking Watchmen copy, and everybody was reading it. You'd be on an escalator and going the other way, or three copies of the book in people's hands. You're on the train, people are reading it. That to yeah. me was annoying. That identity of everyone was Watchmen, Watchmen. You're reading Watchmen. I'm in the comics. I read Watchmen. Like that was just <laughs> the fucking conversation. I didn't have that. So the Optimus Prime shirt example, I guess, is different from that somehow, and I'm not sure how, but. Do you find yourself annoyed at other football fans? 
Not in those particular situations. No? I don't mind that. I'll I'll even shout out. I mean, I'm not one really? to to really talk to strangers, but if I see you know someone with a shirt, I'll say something. Maybe not so much lately because um, the Patriots are just a little. They've been been around for a little too long on the <laughs> on the high end of of, of the team. So you don't um, want a winning team. You don't want a team that does well every no, year. No, no, I do want a winning team, but I think I've I've been uh, cheering my team on for too much. That's the thing. It's like there are there are people out there like you had described that you don't like that are aggressive about it. I don't like the aggressive sports fans. I don't consider myself an aggressive sports fan. So I might give somebody a, a hey, you know, a little head nod mm-hmm. if, if if I catch their eye and we're both wearing the same thing. But I won't be the guy that's like, yeah, man, go team. I'm glad. That's, that's, that's not, not me. Than the, the, the cans yeah. I'm wearing, these headphones. But you're you're falling I, out of a dormant. I, I told my wife, uh, I had this funny story where I was uh, in Boston um, visiting and I saw somebody wearing a Patriots shirt and I was about to say, yeah, go team. And then I remembered, oh, crap, I'm in Boston. Everybody's yeah, wearing a Patriots shirt. Find the person shirt. without it. That's probably. Yeah. But, um, so. And that, that's interesting because, yeah, when you're in New England, at least when we're in Boston, baseball does this too. And I guess that would be even more relevant. But football does kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't know people in Boston whose favorite team isn't the Patriots. And, again, it's not it's not the mob mentality of screaming that the Red Sox bring on. And I can't stand that. And we can talk about that in another episode. I, I don't I don't care for that. Either. Right. But, but there is, like, I don't know a lot of people in New England who don't like the Patriots. So there's a home team thing. Is there, does that like, but no, cause you were saying for you, it was always the, um, or the Oneida Buccaneers. What was the team after the jets that you're <laughs> the giants that you're really into? Uh, the Buffalo. That's Bills. who you were into when we were living together. Correct. Um, no, I don't think no. so. Maybe early on, um, in college. Did you hop on the when Patriots I moved, wagon? I, I did, but it, I, it wasn't like, I mean, and I've had this conversation with people before. It's not like I moved to Boston and New England, so now I have to be a Patriots fan. Not at all. I was still a Buffalo Bills fan, and the Bills and the Patriots are in the same division, and so it's a rivalry thing, but I was still a Buffalo Bills fan. But I moved to New England just about the time that Drew Bledsoe started on the team, and so there was a lot of news. He was new to the team. I was new to the area. And I think that played a large part in me quickly becoming a Patriots fan. So, so being in New England, I wasn't seeing Buffalo Bills news. I wasn't uh, privy to that. I was seeing in the paper, and I was seeing on the news, uh, New England. So you're tricked. Stuff. I was There's a little bit of a mob mentality that tricked you because you're in the hometown. You got a hometown advantage. What's your favorite ska band? The Mighty Mighty Boston's because I'm from here. <laughs> What's your favorite ska band? The other Irish. Boston one I can't think of the the dropkick movies like the, the, the surroundings you're in I've got their talons on you right and they're putting that jersey well, on I don't know you. if it's I don't know if it's talons necessarily because but weren't there other people um, who are in the same division as the Buffalo that's not Buccaneers but Bills right Buffalo Bills Bills there are other yeah, teams the Buccaneers are in Tampa is that a real team the, the Buccaneers yeah, that's the Buccaneers like are on TV I thought that would be one of the TV teams <laughs> Mighty Duck or no. or the Mighty Ducks are a real team now too. Do they play hockey? Yeah. But you don't so but being it does sound like the area of Boston did kind of shift or turn you to the local I, team. I guess, it, I guess it did, but I don't I don't know if it was necessarily Boston, but more just being a, a football fan and having the only access. Yeah, I guess it is. My only access is to Patriots information at that time. It wasn't. I didn't have a computer. The internet wasn't widespread. <laughs> we did not have a computer so, apparently in 1998. I'm pretty sure there was one in the house. Uh, there was one in the house, but it was yours. I, I was clearing I my browser history a lot. I think we both used it. <laughs> but I wasn't. But it wasn't. I wasn't into uh, the habit of going online and looking stuff up like we are today. That well just wasn't a okay. thought I had. So, uh, and. Um, it started in college, so I could have, like, if I really wanted to, gone down to the computer lab, signed in, <laughs> looked up some Patriots crap for twenty minutes, and then gone out or looked up Bill's uh, information. Now, would you have printed no, that stuff out, or would you have written that in a notebook? Is the I question I was going to ask? There's no point in asking that. So, 
But the fandom for you, and is it a fandom? No, maybe that's the wrong word. Maybe that's why I'm so confused. Is your lo- your love of football, is that a fandom the way like I have a fandom for Transformers, I have a fandom for Star Wars, I have a fandom for Gem and the Holograms. These are things I am a fan of, and I want to know about how it's produced, how it's made. I want to have the, the action yeah. figures. So it is a fandom. I- yeah, it's definitely a fandom. I mean, is it for the sport and not for a specific team? Are you more just a football fan, or are you definitely a? What's your? I'm definitely. Boss? A, what's the I'm definitely the Patriots. The, the from New <laughs> England no, Patriots. from Oneida or not from Oneida, but who weren't the Giants? Oh, the, the Buffalo right. Bills. Why can't I remember that? That's just fucking Silence of the Lambs, right there. Yes. So, and and my yeah, like you definitely you're a fan of them in very similar ways. Um, you want to know who's coming onto the team, who they're going to uh, draft, who the rookies are going to be, if this guy is going to retire, if this guy is hurt. I mean, you were talking about the 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 the, the stats for your your transformers. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that compares to the stats of your players. Sure. You know how many mm-hmm. how many yards did they get uh, last game? Um, so you can be that kind of fan, absolutely. Um, and I I was at a time. I don't think I am that aggressive of a fan these days um mostly because i just don't seem to have the time um but but i'm definitely a fan it's definitely a fan thing i'm not just a fan of the sport i'm a fan of the team and my team right now is the new england patriots and has been for a while yeah since moving to boston and again i had that kind of moment where i was coming and learning about a team just as new players were coming to the team and people were learning about them. And so I didn't feel like I was left out. I felt like I was beginning again with this team. And you were checking out the um, minutiae. So, you were checking out the background. You're, you're checking out what makes this thing what it is. I, I get that. I think I get yeah. that. And I do it more now than I did then too. I think it's because it's more um, accessible because, because of the internet. It, it, exactly. Yeah. Because it's more accessible. You've got the NFL network. So they're producing content that is all call about it programs. The they're producing stuff. programs. That's fine. Call it that. Yeah. It's programs. Well, I'm just, Okay. Why can't I call it content? That word's weird. What do you have against content? It's a weird word. It's like, I use my content. Because it wasn't a word 10 years ago that people <laughs> used to describe the same fucking thing. And I know language evolves, and it should. But, you know, you, you, you've, you know, like networking, dialogue, and we've talked about that before. Yeah, you're right. Content's you're weird. right. I apologize for using the, the, the new buzzword. Word. <laughs> content. We, we, we won't content. We will refrain from using the C word. Content. Going forward. So what else to, to, to momentarily step away from football? And I'm sure once I ask this question, you're going to know where this is going. What's a pop cultural thing, music or film that you are obsessive about that means the world to you that you are, you know, the way, again, the way I'm into like Richard Lewis, the way that I'm, I'm into like, um, uh, Ann Magnuson, the way I'm, those two people from the sure. same show, but you know, what, what's, what's an example of pop culture like that for you? For me, another thing that I was obsessive about, uh, was the band yes, Oasis? The band Oasis. Is that where you were That's going? Ex- I didn't yeah. have. The, I didn't know which example to pick, but it, so your fandom for Oasis and how you look at Oasis is that a different thing from sports, music, and sports? Are they separate? I mean, they're they're definitely different, mm-hmm. um, but I think that the the fandom there is is similar um, in that I discovered this band. Again, I think one of the big differences is that I felt like I discovered Oasis. Clearly, (laughs) I did not. I'm putting Um, this flag in Noel's ear and claiming you for a night in New York, home of the New York Bucks. Nobody else um, in my immediate circle of friends Mm -hmm. was familiar with the band at the time I was becoming familiar with the band. Um, And so that's a very personal thing. When I'm listening to... Uh, that music or watching a TV show or reading a book or whatever. I'm doing that personally on my own. Um, Sometimes you can do it communally, but a lot of times, especially at that age, you're doing it by yourself and discovering by yourself. Um, And so that's one of the big differences I find. Football, you're often watching it with groups of people. And if you're not uh, watching it, if you're watching it by yourself in your own home, thousands and millions of other people are also watching it somewhere. Mm And then you all get to talk about it um, or watch a news report about it. You don't get that with uh, an album necessarily. Yes, there are millions of other people to, listening to it, I'm sure. Um, 
but you're not really going to connect but with them. But do you them. feel that connection? Like in the 90s when you're in the apartment watching the game and we're both sitting there and then I get up and I wander off to wherever it is. I went back then. I don't know what I was doing or what my life was. I, I was probably in a relationship I didn't want to be into, which is damaging for the poor person who was in it with me or something. So I was going to their house. So when I'm gone and you're watching the game by yourself, because you would watch the games by yourself, right? Sometimes, yeah, yeah, probably, probably awesome. every <laughs> once three hit, once three p.m. hit. <laughs> Are you feeling that connection you were just talking about, or is it an isolated or personal experience to watch the game? Interestingly, I I do kind of feel like I'm I have a connection. Um, maybe it's because as you're watching the game, there's crowd shots and you're seeing that there's everybody else that's there watching the game. Um, occasionally. There was a couple friends of mine. Uh, you remember Bill Kingsbury? I remember Bill Kingsbury. There were times during uh, during a couple of their Super Bowl runs where we would call each other after the game. So we were watching it alone, or I was watching it alone, but then I'd have that communal response uh, with him. Um, but that's relating it. That's that's discussing it. That's what we do when we talk about an album. That's what we do on this show. We get together, sure. we talk about it. The sitting in your chair watching the game when the game is live when it's occurring in front of you when you don't have the final opinion or thoughts yet because you haven't gotten through it yet or because you're just watching it as the medium it's supposed to be does that feel like it's part of a group that moment there sitting in the chair by yourself with whatever you're drinking does that you you just said yes a minute ago and then this bill kingsbury example made me wonder is are those two different things well i guess i guess you you can split it into two different things because but physically do you. you are I can do alone, that because I'm I, trying to make points that may not be worth being made. I'm trying to make a discussion. <laughs> you yourself. I still feel like it's a communal, even though I'm watching it by myself, I still have the realization and the recognition that there are all the other fans out there. Those that I know, those that I might talk about, <clears throat> talk this over with later. Um, but yeah, to me, it, it still it doesn't feel like a, a, a singular solo experience that I like having. the music did. It's still like f- Oasis did feel singular. Yeah, it, it did. still does. And even after, yeah, even after they blew up and became huge, I mean, it started. It felt a little more communal when I would meet other people that were fans. But I don't know. You just don't have uh, with that and and with other types of of entertainment pop culture. I don't think you have like you do with with sports, like you were saying. This world, it's a worldwide pastime, uh, national pastime at least. Um, and so, yeah, it just feels like even when I'm sitting there watching it by myself, I'm rooting along with all the other fans, the millions of which I've never met. Well, I wonder if that was the repulsion to me, because honestly, I've ne- I'm still to this day not interested in sports. And I'm, and it didn't seem like you had this, and I thought you were going to, and I thought we could look at it, but you didn't. <laughs> I feel like in high school and in college, for me, there was a separation. And I guess you, you, you straddled that line, but there was this idea that I'm not into sports, that's what the jocks do. I'm not into sports, that's what the preppies do. I'm not into sports, that's what the jerks who have lived in Boston and, and can't say anything other than dungies do. Whatever it is, um, yeah. I always felt like they were separate. And that, and there's plenty of crossover, and of course there is. And as an adult now at 41, I know that. But yeah. I'm wondering, I mean, I, mostly I'm probably just not into sports. I'm probably never going to be into sports. And I've tried. I've tried to watch baseball. I've tried to watch uh, hockey. It's weird to try to watch something because it makes it sound like I fell off the couch. The TV just turned <laughs> around. I couldn't figure out which way to go to understand it. But but what I'm saying is like, well, but, it's just head, like but I wonder if it is the, this group mentality you're talking about, this idea of sharing it with millions nationwide, it's broadcast. I, and as much as I sometimes think I want that from TV, I want to watch TV when other people are watching TV. Like, so I know if we're watching a finale, the world is, I like the privacy or the intimacy of sharing it with say my partner of, yeah any of these things that I consider pop culture, it's how they impacted me. They're my experience with that. And maybe because like with music, yeah. it's headphones. So it's plugged into my ears when I'm walking other places with comics, I bag them up, I put them in a box. Um, even with, with stuff I tape off of TV, I then put the tapes when I used to tape stuff, I'd label them, but they were tucked away. These things get tucked away and they're things. 
in that sense. And I wonder if my lack of interest in sports, because that's such a dumb, broad, naive umbrella statement to make. I don't like sports, but it's the statement I made. I wonder if that comes out of this not wanting to be part of a bigger group. Like, I don't think of you as a joiner and I'm not calling you that, but there does seem to be, there's an experience that means something to you that you're watching something that all these other people are watching and you're engaged in it. And I don't have that. Sometimes at a movie theater, that would be the closest I get. That makes complete sense uh, coming from you. <clears throat> I totally understand what you're as saying. As a concept from, or me as a person? Because knowing me as a person, it uh, makes sense or as a statement, it makes sense. As a statement, it makes sense coming from you as a person. What type of person would um, say that? Because you you have always, um, I'm going to say be put off. I don't know if that's exactly how you would put it. But you, you and you, you even said it earlier tonight. Uh, we were talking about Firefly and it was something you were interested in. But as soon as it became something everybody was doing, you didn't have as much of an interest Oh, just out. to be clear to those listening, Firefly, the Joss Whedon television program, not Firefly, the outdoor festival thing I don't understand. I'm not a part of because a lot of people go to it. But I guess either one would have worked. I didn't know of the uh, outdoor festival. Um, but but yeah, I mean, that's always been something I think we've talked about. Um, if something, and I, I sometimes will do this too, if something becomes popular and everybody's doing it, I have less interest maybe in wanting to check but it out. what's more mainstream than a televised sporting event? No, not much. So is that really how you feel? What you just said about, about not wanting... Did I hear you right? No, no, no. Yeah, but, but you're hearing... I'm referring to um, the, the more intimate uh, entertainment-based pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and I was just kind of comparing like your statement about how that's, that's why you're not interested in football and sports in general is because you, you generally kind of do have that, that take on things as soon as everybody's doing it. And, and maybe that's where it started when you were younger, you saw that everybody else was doing it. And so that's just your perspective. Does that mindset exist in sports somewhere? Like, is there someone who's a sports fan who will be just as possessive and not want that group? event or is that unavoidable given the nature of live sports i don't know i bet you could find an example where it where it happens in sports i i think it might happen within um like there might be a player that suddenly becomes very popular and everybody thinks they're the best quarterback or best wide receiver and and there are within the fandom of sports there are people and maybe myself included that would be like uh, he's, I don't care. He doesn't need to be on my team. I, I don't care if we draft that guy. That's uh, Everybody else loves him. I have no interest in him kind of thing. That could happen. I'm sure that happens. Yeah. If that's a good example for what you're, you're trying I mean, to do. I just feel bad about the guy who got to. drafted. <laughs> um, no, and I guess, I mean, some of this should be apparent, but I hadn't really thought it through. Because in my youth, at least, the reason we're talking about this, I guess, is just I've, I just don't get sports. And I don't. And it's a dumb sentence now. There was a time in my life where not getting sports was this badge that I wore. Because in my mind, it was us against them. It was jocks versus whatever I was identifying as that week. You know, and like we went to Emerson College who had maybe a croquet setup team and like a, 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 a Frisbee golf team. Like it wasn't an athletic <clears throat> school. And I remember... We had a basketball team. And they were the outsiders, whereas, you know, they were the ones <laughs> that weren't the jocks. But I don't know. Yeah, no, nobody went to the I've games. always, you know, back then it was kind of like, I'm not into sports because in my idea, sports were the mass herds, dumb attempt to bully each other into, I don't know what it was, but I've grown yeah. out of that a bit. I don't think that. I understand that sports are enjoyable, but I'm still just as annoyed when I'm riding the Green Line subway, the above-ground subway to go underground to Kenmore Square, and a Fenway game just got out, and everyone's piling on the train. And I hate crowded trains anyways, so I know I hate that, but I hate it even more because everyone getting on the train is drunk with the excitement of the game they just saw, shouting, making their jokes, high-fiving, and it's just too much of a group. Yeah. And I just wonder... Would you have the... You, you, you might have the same reaction to... Uh, if you happen to be getting uh, uh, 
stopped at a train that's picking up a whole bunch of people that just left a concert who might be a little tipsy. I, I would get it with, with a with a movie. I was thinking that too. Like a, coming out of Star Wars, if everybody enjoyed it, I'm going to feel that too. So that is the one thing that's yeah. like that. But I guess I, what I'm wondering is, am I just not interested in sports because I'm just not interested? Or am I making myself not interested in sports because of it has this standing? Or is there a third one? Like, I don't know. It's It's odd to me because sports are just something to enjoy. Because I don't, I hate the people who do. Obviously, I don't. I adore you. You're the best. But I just mean like that. This makes me think. I was going to say, this kind of makes me, your question makes me think of uh, Game of Thrones. Uh. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So you you groan at the mention of Game of Thrones. I've never watched a moment of Game of Thrones. I've never read a book. I haven't watched. Oh, is that really why you brought it up? Because it's a Um, book first. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that what we're talking about? The book game? No, you're talking about the TV show. Right? Yes. Yeah. You weren't, yes, you weren't but I'm just, to the I'm just books establishing, I'm establishing okay. that I'm not a current fan of Game of sure. Thrones. Um, there are many people at my office that are. And so I have that feeling of being in the break room, getting my cup of water, and two or three people are talking about Game of Thrones or hyping it up because it's going to be on that night or whatever or that coming weekend. Um, so it's sort of similar to that in that uh, it's not that I'm not a fan of that genre um, of, of storytelling. Uh, dragon rape fantasy. This incest galore. Um, I can't believe I you just, equated dragon rape to incest. That's 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 not that's I didn't equate it. I, I just I, no, no, no. I didn't equate it. I added to it. I was just ignorance. listing things with you. Okay. But it's it's similar in that you maybe would have been interested at one point, but now it's everyone's gone crazy mm-hmm. for it. So that kind of annoys you a bit. But people have and now it's been so crazy along. for sports. It's not like sports came along in my but, lifetime. But I'm saying now it's it's so far along in in its run that like how do I even get into it at this point? I'm gonna I don't even understand what's going on. And maybe that's what's going on with sports too. It's like. You had your your initial reaction to it, and now what's the point of trying to like it? Because it's it's already established its its run. Yeah, so and I wonder because it's like trying to like there are, there are things I encounter that I like, and I don't try to like things anymore. I just like them or I don't, and normally I'm fine with it. And sports, I'm pretty fine with it, but there's still a part of me that's just like this group mentality is an is is a infestation is an infection is is not right and i know that that's just me because i'm not part of the group and i'm jealous to on some weird level that's what that is but it's still there and i don't you know shaping this episode and knowing this is what we're going to talk about i was aware of okay this is how i separate them obviously that's irrational let's talk about it but i don't see myself getting over that anytime soon but i guess what's more interesting is you've never had that sports were never a class thing or whatever you call a click thing it was just sports i mean i mean it was yeah yeah i mean certainly you had jocks at the school i didn't play football when i was in high school Mm -hmm. um i considered it to be perfectly honest and the reason i didn't is because I wasn't a big fan of the guys that did mm-hmm. play. That's correct. Like I was close. Yeah. Um, I was, I was actually, I rode my bike to the tryouts uh, one year and was walking on a thin line playing as you, as you pulled into the old school. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it was. Um, and then I recognized who else was trying out and was, you know, already going to make the team cause they've been on the team. And I thought, you know what? No, I don't want to hang out with these guys right now. These aren't people that, I, I care to hang out with. Um, so yes, I was still a fan of football, but I separated myself from playing with those guys, those jocks, as you're calling them, as they were called. Um, I didn't come up with it. And word. instead, I instead I tried out for the musical that mm-hmm. year. You know, it's like, and I could have done both, and I would have done both. I did play on the golf team in high school for a year, mm-hmm. which is like playing in the musical, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Well, it's just, and it's, and maybe this is where we wrap it up because I think we we have, I'm not going to, no, because I'm not going to change because of this conversation. 
I'm aware right. of it. And no. I got some answers and I know a little bit more about the offensive line. But the, the, the example you just told me where you went to football, you were going to play football. I didn't like the, the jocks there. And so you went to musical theater. I'm already twisting that in my head as like, yeah, right. Cause it's musical theater and that's, <laughs> but it's like, you weren't turning your back on football. You were an adult, even at that age enough to know it was just these D holes who are, who are actually playing are just, you know, dumb headed. Thank you. Yeah. And you already were probably into musical. So it wasn't like the cinematic switch, but to me, Right. To hear that story, if you had opened with that story somehow, if that had been the first thing, I would have been like, all right, we're going to hear a story about how he discovered art. You know, not stopping to think he already knew what art was, or he was, but he still likes sports and he'll still love sports. It's not that he's going back to sports, it's just always there. Like, I would have kept those things so separate. And I would have used yeah. that as such a lesson of, see, this is the real people into musical theater, and, the, and yeah, the, 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 the D holes are, 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 are playing. What are we talking about? Football. Yeah. But that's not how you mean it. <laughs> and I'm not no. going to get that as we wrap up the show for some reason. And that's <laughs> me. I'm the, that's, I'm the closed-minded one in that scenario. I get it. And I need to dig a little deeper to figure out why is that such a difficult separation for me to make because I'm not going to like sports. And while I'm going to have great friends like yourself and a lot of my friends who are into sports, I'm not going to enjoy the fact that they do. And yet I do know, and we'll end on this because this is a high point. When we lived together in Alston, Massachusetts for two years, uh, more so than when, when our last year together, more so in college, the first two hours of Sunday football, sitting in those chairs with the sandwiches, watching the pregame, I adored those times. I felt like yeah. we were mystery science theatering it and probably talking during it and all of that. <laughs> but I got yeah. involved enough to know the commentators' names <laughs> and to know who was playing and to know jerseys. And they would walk through some maneuvers or games from the previous one. So I would see all of that. And right. there was, So that was a brief window where I... I'm not saying I got sports, <laughs> but I enjoyed them for something. But again, I don't think it's the same thing you enjoyed them for. But... yeah. Living in the city near enough to Boston where I'm surrounded by Red Sox fans, as an example, but also Patriots fans and just the general nature of that. Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting over this separation in my head anytime soon. And that's too bad. That's childish. And I wonder if that's going to impact me more, I guess, down the line because it's close minded. But I just don't care for sports. I really don't. And that's a dumb sentence because I hate it when people say, I don't care for comic books. I'm like, have you read every comic book? How would you know? <laughs> I just don't like sci-fi. Really? You don't like Blade Runner? You don't like, um, I'm trying to think of other examples of smaller stuff. Like you can't, I think anything else, I feel like you can't just make blanket statements, but to say I don't like sports, that's a blanket statement. And it's one I'm throwing. I just, I can't, I can't get out of that yet. And that's, that's too bad. That's too bad. What a deal. It is too bad, Tim, because, yeah, well, I, I like you, Tim. Yeah, but I'm not on a team I'll or anything. That. You go in the musical You're theater now within a valiant step. It's just, I like you. I just don't want to be around you. So I'm going to go to this high school production of Bye Bye Birdie. Or maybe they're very sanitized rent where they take out all the disease. And that's just jerks who aren't paying for anything. We did damn Yankees, so. Oh, so maybe you would do rent with the disease. If you can use the language, why not use the real life? So that is our program. That's 20th Century Podcast. Thank you for listening. Something different, a uh, different topic than we've spoken about before. Um, if you enjoyed the show, I would encourage you to check out the website, 20podcast.com, www.20podcast.com. Uh, log on there because you can find this episode. You can also find all the past episodes that have preceded, us, preceded it. Listen to them there or follow some links and subscribe. We'd love to have you get an episode every week. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on your Android device, find the uh, the RSS feed, download that, however you want to do it. Just, uh, you know, join join with us. Join in the show. What the fuck am I saying? Just, just yeah, subscribe. You're saying you want it to be a communal experience. Maybe. Maybe that's what I want. <laughs> um, yeah, check it out. It's a nice website. That's all. Um, also, uh, <laughs> what else? What else? What about you? What, what I, know, I, know it's, I know it's not game day, but do you have anything you want to say or add here? I'm, I'm blubbering this up rapidly. No, we always like to to, to uh, 
share our other um, outlets for creative pop culture stuff. And so, wow, I'm screwing well, up. That was a good too. sentence. Still stuff. That's not, a, that's not surprising. That's I'm not surprising. I'm shocked and um, I'm going to say, hey, uh, we talked about Oasis a little bit here. So if you like that band and you maybe want to see what other bands I got geeky over, um, check out my mixtape blog where I'm going and listening to old mixtapes and writing about them. Uh, check that out at super ultra mega mix dot wordpress I would check it out. It's a great site. As for me, you can follow my fantasy football league, um, the Narnian <laughs> Jesus metaphors. I uh, will be coming to your town soon. Oops, I bumped my mic. Um, we'll be back next week with a non-sport event. It's it's uh it's it's October, so hopefully something spooky, something scary, something oh, Halloween based, like something that. with a with a pumpkin or a ghost or a, a pumpkin ghost. I want something that'll give me goosebumps, Tim. I want I want some shivers. So maybe we'll be talking the books goosebumps. Although I've never read any, so we can't do that. But we'll we'll get some shivers for you. Shivers next week. This week, catchphrase. this because otherwise I'm going to fade fast. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. That's real, too. That wasn't staged <laughs> for an opening. That was a real yawn that I've been holding back this entire this time. Sign. This is a good sign. I don't know. Oh. Now I'm self-conscious and I can't yawn right. <laughs> I can't yawn right. That's the problem. <laughs> Because it's like involuntary, so if you can't do it right, you're doing it really wrong. <laughs> I can't be right. Well, just just be, just just be, man. I can't, I can't do it right. All right, here we go. That one had to have been staged. It's not. No. These are all real. It's just because I'm thinking of yawns. What if I got a drink? Maybe if I got a drink, that would help. Not this Let's water. I got something in the mouth. Stick with water. Alright. Oh, that one was fake. Okay. But the other one, I know there's another one in here, another yawn. But save I'm it for the middle of our conversation. Save it, save it for when you're talking, not when I'm talking. Alright.